Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JB. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JB. Okay, all right. Because it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. And that! This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Happy Tuesday to you as we make our way into the conversational mix here on the real NWA JP. It's 2024. We're pushing into the future. That's kind of fantastic to see so many folks getting after it this week and back into the mix with the the workday, buzzing around, taking care of errands. Busier in Northwest Arkansas here the last couple of days. Kiddos not back in school yet. Tomorrow for the, the, the younger ones, right? Elementary schools, I think, back in the mix. High schools, teachers headed back tomorrow and Thursday. So you know what's going to happen here is we're all going to settle in and we're going to get the year revved up and we're going to get back to business. That's one of my favorite things about the holidays. Kind of like coming home after a long trip or vacation. The best part of that, just being back on your own turf again. And so we're all kind of reclaiming turf, more or less, this week. Speaking of turf, we had a couple of gridiron battles last night in the college football semifinals. It's not too often that you get the opportunity to have two great matchups on paper that then turn out to be as good in actual game time as they were, you know, excitement-wise and buzz-wise had it in. But that's what you got yesterday with your college football playoff semifinals in the last year of the four-team format. And we finally get a really good mix of teams. No offense to Florida State. That's all they deserve. They didn't deserve. Oh, anybody deserves anything. Florida State was not worthy of being in those games last night. And even with their full roster, would have gotten worked. I mean, they were playing with a third, fourth string quarterback. So I think it was a reminder that you had the right four, except maybe Georgia, Sam's Georgia. But two good games. Now, Alabama and Michigan, you know, nip and tuck throughout. Looked like Michigan was dominating the line of scrimmage for most of the first half. Second half, Alabama with a couple of uh, changes to the protection, got themselves going, couldn't knock Michigan out. You almost had the Reggie Fish-like fumble at the end of the game on the punt return to end it at the one-yard line, but it goes to overtime. Michigan gets the early score on the second play. Bama gets it down to fourth and goal at the three. Bad snaps all night for Alabama. They will be haunting Nick Saban and his dreams moving forward here. Cause you feel like if they'd have given Milrow a chance to make some plays with a decent snap or two there at the end, he probably gets in nonetheless, Michigan wins Jim Harbaugh and the Wolverine team that so many people love to criticize and take shots at. I think at times I'm definitely one of them. They're an easy target 
I think when you're one of those people who is an easy target, I tend to be one here locally as well. When you're one of those people, you just have to get used to it because people are going to take a swing at the low-hanging fruit every once in a while. Now, Michigan did a lot more than low-hanging fruit. You're sending assistant coaches to other games and studying other teams' films. That that was intense. That was that was more than just recreational cheating. That was, that was like systematic cheating. But you know what? Who's to say... Lots of other teams aren't doing the same stuff. Michigan beats Alabama 27-20 in a bit of a stunner in the first game of two last night. This was a uh, this was a, a good grudge match kind of game. McCarthy was strong throughout, three touchdowns, didn't turn the ball over in the face of that Alabama pressure all night, which is remarkable. Threw touchdown passes to three different players, one running back, couple receivers. And for Alabama... Look, Chase McClellan gets you a couple of rushing scores. Obviously, your kicker had a couple of bombs for you, but not enough production out of Alabama at the end of the day. And and, and up front, Michigan's pass rush was better, flat out. And so Michigan wins that game 27-20. to 14-0 for the Wolverines. Is this Jim Harbaugh's last ride in college football? Perhaps so. As he eyes the greener pastures of the NFL and elsewhere. Then there was the second game last night. You probably needed a a quick snooze like I did to get through it. Washington and Texas. The game, Texas, a four point favorite going in. We asked you yesterday on the show, what you thought the best bet of the four teams was against the spread. How about 6% of y'all thought Michigan was the best bet. I mean, it just says something. It says that, you know, conversations and sports and polls are what they are, and then games happen, and usually we're all wrong. Nobody's going to admit they're wrong out there, right? You don't want to do that, but 95% of folks wrong about the Alabama-Michigan game. And how about 90% of people wrong about Texas and Washington? Steve Sarkeesian in Texas had a great year, but as I like to say, because it's the truth, you're never as good as you look when things are going great, and you're never as bad as you look when it's going absolutely awful. And Texas was somewhere in between those two. Texas pretty good team that had difficulties, like a lot of teams do, against mobile quarterbacks. Now, Michael Penix, one of my favorite players in recent years, 430 passing yards last night, dynamic, running the ball, throwing the ball. I mean, he's he's an elusive presence, man. He is difficult to contain. Three carries for 31 yards. Kind of like Deshaun Watson and Mahomes to an extent. I feel like Penix, who has that freakish upside, he um, he tends to throw and stay in the pocket. But when he has to, he can get you a first down in a hurry. I thought Penix was outstanding. He got two TDs in the short yardage out of Dylan Johnson. And for Texas, look, Ewers played a decent game, but... This was Washington really dominating play for most of the second half and then holding on for dear life as Texas pushed hard at the end. But Washington wins and gets itself through. And so now what you have is kind of like a uh, an old school Rose Bowl matchup in the national championship game. You got Michigan and Washington, a couple of 14-0 and teams, and Liberty got body slammed by Oregon in a pointless bowl game, meaningless bowl game. I won't say pointless, but meaningless. And so you only have two undefeated teams in college football, and they're going to meet for the national championship. And that makes a lot of sense to me. So away we go with it. What a season for Washington. They've not gotten a lot of respect, but the moves continue to happen. And uh, how about DeBoer, who's had an incredible run for them as the head coach, really building it up. 
after winning some NAIA titles in South Dakota. He has uh, he's made a believer out of me, and it's been impressive to watch. So uh, Washington and Michigan for the national championship. That'll be next Monday night in Houston at NRG Stadium. Washington trying to win its first national championship since 1991. Michigan trying to win its first national championship since they got a piece back in 97. And uh, we'll see what happens. Michigan, a five-point favorite as we look at the spreads opening up here. Michigan, a five-point favorite on Washington. Over-under for the game at 55 and a half. So uh, we went one for two yesterday. We had the Washington upset right. And Bama, I mean, they let it get away from them. Told you to take the overs. Both of those hit. It was a good day in uh, in degeneracy land. But that's what you had. Two really fun games, and not very often that the games live up to the hype. They definitely did last night. You got to love sports when it gets it right. We love to dog on it when things are going wrong and this and that. But when it's going good and you get a night like last night, man, I hope you enjoyed it like I did. Hanging out, watching football for like six, seven hours. Uh, at home, eating some food, hanging out with some fam. It was a really fantastic New Year's Day. So that's what you got going on there on the national college football stage. And then here locally, and you have to mention it in the opening monologue this morning because it is the bigger local story than even the college football semifinals. KJ Jefferson makes it official. Arkansas's program-defining quarterback over the last half decade the guy we watched, you know, grow up in front of our eyes, literally from like the middle school and high school levels, because he was recruited from like seventh, eighth grade and on. But he's done officially at Arkansas yesterday afternoon before the games got revved up. We found out that KJ Jefferson was committing to Central Florida for his final season of college football and getting himself hooked up with Gus Malzahn, right? Another Arkansas Connect. There is uh, as well there in Orlando. So KJ hooks up with Gus Malzahn and they're going to play football together in the big 12 next year. Now I wish KJ Jefferson, nothing but the best of luck. The guy had himself a tremendous career considering the circumstances that he inherited when he got here. And uh, I just like the way he always carried himself. Didn't throw people under the bus, you know, rooted for his teammates and uh, basically, you know, if it wasn't something nice to say, kind of like the golden rule, he didn't say it. So there's a lot to like about the way K.J. Jefferson carried himself as a quarterback at Arkansas. Now, that said, you know, did it translate to the kind of success on the field that I think a lot of us were hoping it would it would translate to in the last couple of years? No, it did not. You know, a four and eight year this year, one and seven in the league. When you're a quarterback, there's no question a big part of what you're doing is getting defined in wins and losses. And too many losses for Arkansas the last couple of years. But you look within the numbers of KJ Jefferson, uh, this guy was not not the reason Arkansas was was having major problems. You love to blame the, you know, the the program defining quarterback, the franchise player when things are going poorly, but look back over his career. I mean, these are rare air kind of numbers out of KJ Jefferson, even this past season. So 2021, 21 TDs to four INTs. 2022, last year, 24 to five. This past year, even amidst the sinking ship, 
That was Razorback football. How about a 19 to 8 TD to INT ratio for KJ Jefferson? Pretty remarkable. And the completion percentage down a bit. You know, you go 67%, 68%, 64%. This guy was was always trying to move the chains, always trying to make a play. Look at the rushing numbers. 660 yards two years ago, 640 last year, 440 this year. So it became a little more of a, a pocket passer. At times looked like he didn't, you know, get to express his true dual threat through dual threat style, maybe as much as he would like to have seen. But 21 rushing touchdowns in his career at Arkansas, 67 passing touchdowns. That's 88 scores, most in program history. And I know we're in a day and age when the numbers are different. It's just the way it goes. Things change over time. But this guy was incredible production in his career at Arkansas. We're talking about 9,700 and 99 yards of offense. So almost 10,000 yards of offense. My goodness. Out of KJ Jefferson in his time at Arkansas, parts of five seasons, played sparingly the first two years. Remember that game in 2020 to end the year against Missouri? Had a great game. And really, that was a sign of things to come, even though Arkansas lost that game, I think in overtime or on a conversion at the end. KJ was uh, was the guy who lifted you up. And it's not easy to be that person because, you know, you, you come in most of the time to a situation that's already defined for you, right? Things are going great or they're going poorly. And they tend to stay there. One guy doesn't usually change much. For KJ to be here through the dark times and the good times, and even if it leveled back out at the end, I like that he never wavered. He had chances to bounce. Probably should have gone pro a year ago, but didn't. And now finds himself in a spot where, you know, I had a, a, a journalist, sports broadcaster, a friend of mine from Florida yesterday reach out and ask me, why is KJ Jefferson still playing college football? I think he's, it's because he's got a chance to make some more money. You know, I know what the going rate is for a quarterback at UCF, but probably half a million, if not more for a year. I mean, that's good money. You don't turn your nose up at that. You get that while you can. And if you're not a sure thing NFL draft pick, I mean, that's a no-brainer is what that is. So not surprised at all about KJ Jefferson looking to get paid in college one more time. And I just hope that Gus Malzahn is his best self with KJ Jefferson. Because when Gus Malzahn is getting into it and working with guys and developing them, I mean, you saw it with Cam Newton, my goodness, though he was a freak talent. But he can lift guys to the next level. And I think there's a little bit of Cam Newton in KJ Jefferson. Just his style, the dual threat, the physicality, the ability to run through contact. Let's never forget what an outstanding physical runner KJ Jefferson was here at Arkansas for so long, because he was. So happy trails, Godspeed, best of tidings to our boy KJ Jefferson as he moves on to the next adventure and uh, I for one will not be you know taking any parting shots here at a guy who I thought left it all on the field for Arkansas while he was here okay all right we are getting into it on a Tuesday second show of 2024 if you missed yesterday's show that's okay it's up for you in podcast land you can find it out there and give that a listen later today as you slide back into the office Kiddos back to school tomorrow and appreciate your being live and on board pod being live. Great way to stream it at the website, the real with links all over. Of course, YouTube on our post game shows. Got a big one coming up Saturday, Arkansas and Auburn hoops. 
one o'clock post game to follow at three. Take our first break of the morning. Josh Bertaccini with you. Bunker Studio, Team B Media in 2024. We'll come back, check out some headlines. Busy morning. Stick around. Golden Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner to feast the fam or to feast yourself. Enjoy over 150 menu items. Their all-you-can-eat steak is my favorite. Hand-cut USDA top sirloin. Their bakery game is strong, too. You name it, they got it, and they make it good. Golden Corral, a place with something for everyone at a good price. Conveniently located where college meets Maine in Fayetteville. Hey guys, you've been feeling a little bit lower energy of late. The motivation's down. Well, it's time to take control of it here in 2024. Bioidentical hormone replacement is state-of-the-art, and Dr. Mark Olson is the only one around focusing on BHRT and his treatments. If you want to feel better, this is the year, and Olson Clinic is the place to get it done with Dr. Mark Olson, now located at 5501 Willow Creek Drive in Springdale. That's right off exit 69 off I-49, online, olsonclinic.com. Hi, this is Tim Stanley, a longtime local business owner in Northwest Arkansas, and I'm super excited to be a part of JB's new adventure into the digital broadcasting arena, and I had to be a part of it. I also wanted to inform the listening audience that I bought Business World in Little Rock, so now we have more of a full state coverage, just like JB. It's important to be part of his future, or our future, or your future. Call me at Business World, a TDSID company, at 501-374-7000. Hey folks, this is Matt Chambers with Blue Kangaroo Packouts. We know bad things happen and we're here to help, taking care of your contents and possessions when disaster strikes. Covering Northwest Arkansas, North Central Arkansas, and the River Valley, accidents and weather happen all the time. When it does, we have your back. Moving, cleaning, warehousing, cataloging, tracking inventory so you don't lose a single personal possession. More information is online at bluekangaroopackouts.com or give us a call at 479-879-9696. Hey, folks, it's JB from Team B Media, and a happy new year to everyone listening. 2024 is going to be the best one for all of us yet, and I got to say thank you again to all you fine folks who've made the new show in the mornings, The Real NWA JB, a part of your days already. However you listen, live or on a podcast platform later, people's postgame shows 10 minutes after every basketball game on Saturdays, baseball coverage all spring, and big stuff on the high school scene coming up in the fall. Follow, listen, watch, and subscribe at The Real NWA JB for Team B Media. Happy 2024, my friends. JB with you on the social media. Follow, listen, watch, subscribe. Do it how you need to do it and consume it. How you need to consume it. That's the name of the game here in 2024. Can you believe it's 2024? You say that out loud, you're like, we are living in the future, my friends. 2024. People want to hear things and see things and do things when they want to do them. And when it comes to media and technology, it is no different. So if you want to listen to the show later, as I know a lot of y'all do, you're doing it at your lunch break or your drive home from work, perhaps you're doing the binge listening, 
like a lot of y'all like to do when you're just throwing it on in the background. Maybe you're doing the the home office thing. I don't know. Make it happen. We're there for you to do what you need to do. All right. Um, get some more out there. Question of the day. We talked about it out the gates, and I'm curious to hear from you, the people. Where does KJ Jefferson rank on the all-time QB list for Razorback football? So you're thinking all-time quarterbacks. You're thinking highs and lows. You're thinking the ones who've been stellar and the ones who've been not so much. Where does KJ Jefferson rank? Now I say that it's important contextually to think about the quarterbacks that have played here at Arkansas because the Hogs have not had a lot of outstanding quarterbacks throughout the years. Just the fact of the matter, when you think of University of Arkansas Razorback football, you don't think of Peyton Manning. I don't, because that would be erroneous. You don't think of Tom Brady. You don't even think of Patrick Mahomes. Texas Tech has got that one. Isn't that ridiculous? You don't think of those guys. You don't think of Tim Tebow. You don't think of Danny Werfel. Right now, I'm doing Florida Gator quarterback, so I'll move off of that. You don't even think of Jalen Hurts. You're thinking about guys who achieved some great moments for a couple of years. I mean, who's the best quarterback in Arkansas Razorback football history, y'all? You're listening to the show. You care. Razorback culture is your culture, too. I get it. Who's the best quarterback they've ever had? It's Matt Jones. Was it Matt Jones? Because Matt Jones is really an athlete playing quarterback. So maybe it was, maybe that perfectly represents why Arkansas has really never had great quarterbacks. You got an athlete who's your best quarterback ever. Now, Matt Jones had some great moments. Houston not turn him into a very dynamic weapon at the college level, the way he deployed him, but it doesn't mean that Matt Jones was an outstanding quarterback. They wouldn't even let the guy play quarterback in the NFL. Then 20 years later, probably would. But it is what it is. It's not Matt Jones, I don't think. I think he's almost disqualified. Is it Ryan Mallett? RIP, the recently deceased Ryan Mallett had a, you know, just an unbelievable two-year run under Bobby Petrino. I mean, those numbers are almost, they really are peerless in the Razorback history books. In the annals of Razorback lore, you look back, you turn through the pages. Not a lot that's going to come remotely close to the two-year run of success and explosive offense that you got to watch Ryan Mallett and Bobby Petrino partake in together. I mean, that stuff still resonates so much 12 years later. Y'all wanted to bring Petrino back to call plays again. I mean, the guy looks like he's you know just about ready to be shuffled off into a retirement home. You're like, he's the man. It's because those were glorious offenses for Arkansas for a couple of years. Now, it wasn't just Mallet. I mean, you had weapons at running back, certainly at receiver. My goodness. The Warren crew was outstanding. But, I mean, maybe it was Mallet for two years. Who else would it be? There aren't a lot of names. Tyler Wilson is there on the short list of the record books in yardage and touchdowns and all that stuff. I mean, T-Dubs had a really good year or two. Was around the program for a while, kind of like KJ, accumulated massive collegiate numbers before his career was over. Was Tyler Wilson the single best quarterback Arkansas had? I tend to say no. Now, he had a chance to be a very highly drafted 
quarterback. And then we did that whole bit, right? Bobby Petrino should be paying Tyler Wilson alimony for the rest of his life. Cause I mean, the whole in the ditch thing and his career went down the drain. It seemed like in the NFL, but he's done okay for himself. I think he's doing radio or something. I like Tyler Wilson, Greenwood native took a pounding. You talk about guys. That's one of those things. You want to be a Razorback quarterback. You got to be able to take a licking. You got, I mean, I'm not, not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him here. It's, it's the pain. I feel the pain. You got to be able to get hit. Get back up again. Nobody's better than that than T Dubs. So look, Matt Jones, Ryan Mallett, Tyler Wilson. I think I'd be remiss not to mention Quinn Grovey running around um, with an absolute head of steam in the late eighties. Now Quinn was not a passer either, really. So if you're gonna not say it's it's not if it's not Matt Jones, it's not Quinn Grovey because Quinn Quinn's good. I'm gonna take Matt over Quinn head to head. It's close. I mean Matt played in the NFL as a first round pick. Quinn did not. Going good enough to play in the NFL. So I think Quinn's QG is on the list. And I like Quinn as, an, uh, as a broadcaster analyst a lot too, whatever that's worth. Who are we missing here? I mean, that's a pretty elite group. That's like the top five or six. I think KJ Jefferson belongs in that mix. All time leader in touchdowns and yardage and had to play behind some really porous offensive lines and still made it happen. You know, a lot of the time, not all the time. So many coordinator changes. And yet he just kept producing. KJ's on the list. He's certainly on my list of 10. Question of the day, how highly ranked is KJ Jefferson on your all-time Razorback quarterback list? Is he number one? I don't think we're going to get a lot of votes for that. Is he best five? I mean, you have an argument there for sure. Top 10 to me is, is a no doubter. Like I, I just came up with what five, six names to push him down a little bit. I guess if you want to say they were all better than KJ, which is debatable, he ain't lower than top 10 at Arkansas. No way. No way. And then you have lower. I mean, some folks are going to do that. They're going to dog on KJ. It's all his fault. Cause when the team is struggling, it's gotta be the quarterback's fault. Right, man. I mean, it is about wins, and they certainly didn't win a lot this year. But I wish KJ well at Central Florida. Question of the day, how highly do you rank KJ on the Razorback football all-time quarterback list? I like Terrence right in. Don't forget about Ron Calcagni or Joe Ferguson, two names from the prehistoric era, back when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth and they were playing early football. There you go. Maybe. I don't know. I put them ahead of KJ Jefferson, but Maybe. I've not been a lot of great quarterbacks at Arkansas, my friends. Most definitely have not. College football, our championship game is set. Michigan and Washington, baby. Next Monday night. These games are, are tough when they start at 8, aren't they? Because it's going to take four hours. You're going to be up till midnight. My goodness. Uh, a lot of commercials, that's for sure. But you know what? The football was good yesterday, as we discussed out the gate. So I ain't complaining about that. Enjoyed the games. Michigan's going to get all the love going into this next one. And I'm going to take Washington again, certainly with the points. Are you kidding me? Bowl season has been a hot mess. So many players electing not to play if they're, you know, in a game that they don't really care about. I don't get that. Y'all think you're that primo NFL stock. You're just, I mean, most of them don't get drafted, but okay. So now they're all opting out. We got to fix that. We also got to fix the signing period being during bowl season. College football has got a lot of issues here. I do think the expansion of the playoff to 12 teams next year will give us more meaningful games because less players will opt out of those games.
but these opt-outs are brutal. And then you got teams like Florida State, who set a record by losing uh, by 60 points to Georgia. Oh, 60 points. And their whole thing now is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't prove anything. Then why don't you talk so much smack leading in? Because we should have been there. No, you shouldn't have. You would have lost by 60. Nobody wanted to see that trash. Just own it. When your team is not as committed as you thought they were, we're the best team. No, if you're the best team, you wouldn't have 20 guys who didn't want to play one more time with your teammates. That was embarrassing for Florida State. Good look for the SEC there. Not to lose to Michigan yesterday. No college football champ from the SEC this year, y'all. Meanwhile, no other undefeated teams. Liberty loses to Oregon. Championship game next Monday night. The only two undefeateds left standing. So that'll work out okay this year. College basketball. Arkansas not ranked in the latest AP poll. Auburn ranked 25th in the country. This is a big game on Saturday. Hogs and Tigers. We'll hear from us as the week unfolds, but Auburn's pretty good. Talented has won 10 out of 11. We know Bruce Pearl is going to bring that team in here with a head of steam. Hogs have shown some upside again here of late. Keon Menefield has been a revelation. Bouncing around in the backcourt as a combo guard. 32 points for Keon last time out. He's springy. He's a good defender. Man, did Arkansas need that infusion, and they got it. Now, if you can get Caleb Battle's ankle sorted out and get him back untracked again, you got Battle and Mark, you got Menefield and Davis, TB, Trevon Brazil, who got his mandatory technical uh, last time out against Wilmington. That's five guys right there. I still think the front court on this team leaves a lot to be desired, but you'll figure it out a little bit with Mitchell and Graham and I don't know what else, Chandler Lawson. They're kind of like a three-headed monster there. Hogs getting ready for Auburn. One o'clock on Saturday. We'll be all over this game for you at Bud Walton Arena. And then, of course, our People's Post Game Show. As you hear the commercial sponsors um, in there this week as we start the new year, please support local, my friends. So many fantastic businesses jumping on board Team B Media here and helping to make our morning show and our post game show coverage possible for you on a daily basis. I'm thinking 3 3 15. 10 minutes after the game wraps up on Saturday, we'll be live streaming it, YouTube, Podbean, and then, of course, out through the podcast universe if you want to listen back later in the day. It's going to be a good game. Hogs needed to get off to a good start at Georgia the following week. Kind of a funky start to the season, but I like that Arkansas doesn't have to play any games this week. Meanwhile, you have Auburn playing Pennsylvania tonight. We're not a terrible Ivy League team. Ivy League's gotten a lot better in hoops in recent years. So who knows? Maybe somebody tweaks an ankle for Auburn. I didn't say I was wishing for it. I just said, maybe it happens. NFL one week to go. Yeah. Looks like the Cowboys are going to be the two seed in the NFC. Philadelphia just coming unraveled. Um, Chiefs going to scamper their way. And it looks like it's the AFC West champs last week of the NFL season. And so down the stretch, we go on that. And then it's uh, it's playoff time next week. We get the college football championship. We get the NFL playoffs. Well, you get two Saturday games this week. How good are the Ravens right now? Steelers, Ravens, and Texans, Colts. I think Lamar Jackson has run away with that MVP award. And I don't think there's any looking back anytime soon. All right, we're 40 minutes in on a Tuesday. Second show of the new year. So good to have you on board. Team B Media, live from the Bunker Studio, baby. Tons of college football talk. 
Lots on KJ Jefferson and some basketball, too. We'll come back in four minutes. The conversation continues. All-time great Razorback quarterbacks. Some sound from Harbaugh and Saban and Richard Davenport tells us about a five-star basketball recruit who's visiting Arkansas this week. That's coming up in 20 minutes. JB here. Stick around. We're right back. Corral of Fayetteville features a legendary endless buffet for breakfast, lunch. If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479 769 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. See things in a better light with the folks at New Light Electric. Residential and commercial services. They do remodels and additions, electrical upgrades and repairs, LEDs, installation of hot tubs, vehicle charging stations, and more. If you're looking for the folks who have the best touch, these guys are the lighting experts. They literally do it all, and they can add some light to your life, too. New Light Electric. Like them on Facebook or call 479-220-2836. Shogun of Fayetteville for a special experience every time. Best Japanese cuisine around, they have it all. The sushi is top-notch, but everyone's talking about their hibachi grill. The chefs are incredible. It's delicious and entertaining at the same time. For recruiting, celebrations, or just a good old date night, Shogun of Fayetteville has never let me down. With a scenic view of Fayetteville from the hill by the mall, full menu online, shogunfayetteville.com. A to Z Golf Cars has moved, but it's still got the same awesome customer service and an inventory you are not going to find anywhere else. Northwest Arkansas's go-to spot for golf cars for more than 30 years. Your neighborhood golf cart, your cruiser, your course car. If you're the first to the ball or the last to the ball, you're hooked up with A to Z. Drive repair work, a quick turnaround, and bikes included too. New location in Rogers near Bella Vista in 71. It's 483 North Highway 62 in Rogers for A to Z Golf Cars. At Team B Media, supporting local business is what we are all about. Northwest Arkansas is one of the fastest growing regions in the country and one of the best places to live. We are proud to be a small part of its infrastructure. We have a passionate, enthusiastic audience who support local sports and business. For a cost-effective way to advertise your company's message to engage local consumers, contact us at Team B Media today. Y'all are crushing it. Fantastic to have so many of you fine folks tuning in as we approach 70,000 listeners and making it happen each and every morning for you live here on the Podbean app. Also streaming at our website, therealnwajv.com. Of course, people's postgame shows get the video feed too on YouTube. NFL trying to dominate that YouTube world this year. They're doing all right. They're doing all right. I still watch Red Zone Channel, but they're doing all right. Uh, people's postgame shows, 10 minutes. After every Saturday basketball game wraps up. Ten. That's it. And you got us. Pretty cool, right? We'll do that on Saturday. 
People's post game. I'm thinking 3 o'clock, 3.15 ETA. Right after Arkansas and Auburn wraps up. Should be a great afternoon of basketball. We will get together for an hour and break the game down with the stuff that went down. Thoughts, reaction, Eric Musselman sound, standout, struggles, all of it. Your calls, you know it. As we grind it Saturdays all winter long. All right, question of the day today. Where does KJ Jefferson rank on the all-time QB list for Razorback football? Where does KJ Jefferson rank on the all-time quarterback list for Razorback football? We talked about this out the gates. KJ transferring to Central Florida. He's going to finish his collegiate eligibility with Gus Malzahn there in Orlando. Do a little Disney World connection and make it happen. Maybe jump on the uh, Batman ride or is that Universal Studios? I don't know. That'd be a Dennis and Siloam question. Uh, Four options up for you on the board. Where does KJ rank all time? Is he number one? Is he the greatest? He's the greatest of all times. Is he the greatest Razorback quarterback of all times? I don't know about that. 5% of y'all leaning number one. Okay. Good that it's on the board. How about best five or beat five? As we typo it for you on the Twitter machine this morning. I just noticed that. Uh, best five. I mean, there's an argument like Richard Davenport said that he's right there. 45% of y'all saying best five, baby. How about top 10? Can we at least get a top 10 agreement on KJ Jefferson? I think we can do that. 45% of folks saying top 10. It's hard to come up with 10 all time who are better than him. And lower than that, only 5% of the vote. So I think the truth is, as usual, somewhere in the middle. Last five, top 10, getting 90% of the vote. Higher than that or lower than that. And you got what you got. That's what you got, baby. And good show today, y'all. As we have made it happen, follow, listen, watch, subscribe, as so many of y'all do on, on the social media. And you can be a part of the QOD anytime you want. At the real NWAJB. All right. So we are hitting the ground running here in 2024. Already two shows in the can for you. And we got a long way to go here. Going to be a fun winter into baseball season in the spring. And got some goodies coming up around the corner right after that. So the thing I encourage to ask all of you each and every day is support local as much as you can. The more you can do it the better it's going to be for you, for me, for the businesses that are supporting us. And uh, what an incredible place Northwest Arkansas is. No joke about that. Dennis writes in to our chat room. Batman is indeed a Six Flags ride. Universal has Marvel. Okay. Nate Dog, why did we all know Dennis would be in the know when it came to coasters? Because he is. This is our roller coaster expert here on the show. He's our director of amusement parks and engagement. Cheer on the show. That sounds like a pretty cool title, doesn't it? Well, I'm the director of amusement and engagement in the parks division of Team B Media. Sounds very fancy. What did we learn today? I think we learned that we're all about to go through some withdrawal. I mean, the fact that so many of y'all stayed up and watched that game until midnight and beyond. I mean, it says something about you. Your commitment level, your passion for sports. The fact that we're uh, we're all hooked on it, right? For four or five months there, and then it just goes off a cliff. It's amazing. 
how fast it gets away from us. But you got to enjoy it while it's here. And we got one more left next Saturday night, Michigan and Washington. NRG Stadium in Houston, H-Town, baby, for the national championship. Michigan, a five-point favorite as we get ready for that football game. And then, of course, there is all of the rest of the goodness going on in the college basketball world. Eric Musselman, tomorrow, as we get some more conversation going on that. Arkansas and Auburn on Saturday, 1 o'clock. It's a big one to get started for Razorback Hoops, and I'm looking forward to it. As Bruce Pearl and crew come into Fayetteville and they're playing good basketball, Menifield stepping up too. It'll be an entertaining afternoon, I think, all the way around. And on that note, we gonna call this bad boy good. Coming at you from the Team B Media Bunker Studio. We'll shoot it out through the podcast platform universe. Proliferate it here in just a few, and whatever your preferred method of playback, that works. Best thing about it all, we get to reconvene and do it all over again. Manana. Isn't that fantastic? For the whole Team B Media crew, y'all made it a ton of fun. Hit the ground running in 2024. It's gonna be our best year yet. I'm Josh Bertaccini. Have a great Tuesday. Let's get back to that grind. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 o'clock sharp, y'all. Have a great day.